Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She's a 12-time All-American swimmer from uh, the University of Kentucky and would rather be, I think, in dental school right now, but she's a little busy on the national stage and the international stage is Riley Gaines. Riley, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Joe. Thank you so much for having me on. You're very welcome. I love having you on, and I just love sitting in the back and watching these videos that come out every day. You are, are without a doubt, courageous. You're brave. You have been the person who has been the impetus for other women to come out and speak about this, other women to say, I'm not going to swim, I'm not going to run, I'm not going to do any of this stuff, I'm not going to go to that locker room and do this. Thank God. I mean, first of all, I said this before we started, you could have big-timed me and said, listen, I'm Riley Gaines, I'm not coming on your little show anymore. But the fact that you still are so humble and so welcoming and, and you're so... Uh, willing to be the leader when you could have been doing anything else. I just want to tell you, great job. Kudos to you. Congratulations for being that person. Well, it's, um, I'm learning to roll with the punches at this point. And Joe, of course, I, I would come on. You're the coolest. So anytime. <laughs> you actually told me off the air once that I was cooler than Tucker Carlson, and then he got fired. So I don't know. I, you, 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 I like that I'm cooler uh, than, than others, that's for sure. But Tucker's still pretty cool. Uh, let's get into it. I'm watching a piece of video the other day, and you're sitting there, and you're very stone-faced, and you're very correct, and you're very honest, and you've allowed your emotions to get involved in this, which I, which I appreciate because it, it really shows how much it, it means to you. Um, but people keep saying really stupid things to you, and you have no problem beating them back. And I don't remember the lady's name. I'm not sullying her. I just don't know who it was. But she was asked by, I believe, John Kennedy, the senator out of Louisiana, about women and men in sports and being different. And do men have a better advantage or an advantage on women athletically? And her response was about Serena Williams. And just before we started today, I said to you, didn't this lady have have Google? I mean, she could have just looked this up. And your response to that was because she literally said Serena Williams um, is stronger than all the men. She, she said those words. They're not as strong as she is. And your response was? My response was that that's, that's not the argument we're talking about. Look, Joe, if she's saying Serena Williams can beat you in tennis, I'm she sorry. <laughs> I got to agree with her yes. there, right? We're talking, that's, that's not what this argument is. She's talking about Senator Kennedy. Of course, Sir, Serena Williams could beat Senator Kennedy in a, in a match of tennis. Yes disingenuous to what I'm saying. It shows she's not listening. It shows she's insensitive to what the argument actually is. Right. The argument that it, that is being presented is that this is not a lateral movement. If we're looking at the best man, the best woman, man wins every single time. Yes. I had a real-time fact checker. She came out and said that Serena Williams would, would beat every single man, as you mentioned. Serena and Venus Williams lost in a blowout to the 203rd ranked man. Um, yes, I knew this off off the top of my head. I think majority of Americans know that that this happened. Uh, maybe not that he was 203rd, but they know that this happened. Yes. Even Serena Williams back in 2013, she said that men and women's tennis is an entirely different sport, and she she acknowledged how she would lose in a six love to Andy Murray in five minutes. Tops. Right. Right. And that's exactly right. And you also brought up the fact that your husband is also a swimmer and doesn't have the accolades that you have and in his division was not uh, um, subject or objectively as good as you, but could beat you every day. You actually say he could kick your butt. So uh, why don't they know that? And maybe this is asking for you to figure out the operation of their brain, but do you think they know that, but they're arguing because those watching don't? Or do you think they really believe that men and women are equal and it's no big deal that there's a trans man or a trans woman or whatever uh, swimming against you? What do you think it is? They know this, Joe. Make no mistake. 
I mean, look at ESPN, for example. ESPN is, is, of course, an outlet that covers sports, yet they chose to honor Leah Thomas during Women's History Month. Of course, they know the difference between men and women in sports. They cover the NBA. They cover the WNBA. They see the differences, yet they're choosing to ignore it. That's what we're seeing time and time again. This, this lady, Kelly Robinson is her name. She was the president of the Human Rights Campaign, who I was talking to in this okay. conversation. She knew this. <laughs> of course she knew this. She was just hoping no one would question her. That's what they do. They throw out numbers. They throw out blurbs. And they hope, desperately hope, that no one fact checks them, that no one acknowledges what they're saying is totally made up. It's Riley Gaines. She, of course, is an incredible swimmer. She is somebody out there in the forefront trying to protect women's sports. And I talked about this last time. I'm a lot older than you. You're, you're about the, the age of, uh, of a couple of my daughters, to be honest. And um, so a, as somebody who could be your father, I had Title IX come in when I was nine years old. And I asked my, my PE teacher, who happened to be a woman, what is that? Because I was always inquisitive. She said, this is just to make sure that girls get a fair shot like boys do. And I said, great. I had three sisters. You know, I now have five daughters. You know, I'm somebody who is a big proponent of women having uh, at least the same opportunities, even if they're not on the same athletic level, which they're not. Um, that I was all for that. Somebody, Something that Ted Cruz said the other day really jumped out at me. Why do we have women's sports if you can't say that non-women have to stay away from women's sports. That's, that's actually true. Women's sports will go away, won't they, Riley, if we keep doing this? Yeah, the integrity of, of, of sport in general is lost if we don't have this underlying sense of fairness. That's what the foundation of sport relies on. That's not to say people aren't talented. That's not to say people don't have better genetics in terms of height and different things. But the performance gap between someone who has gone through male puberty, which is irreversible regardless of the hormone suppressants you take or hormone replacement therapy, right? Um, it's it's on average 10 to 12% that performance gap, which that's a huge margin when you're talking about sports, when you're trying to shave merely a few one hundredths of a second off your time. Um, yes, the integrity of sports would be completely lost. Look, this is why we have um, weight classes in boxing. We don't have the heavyweights going against the featherweights, and it's not because we're fat shaming the heavyweights. Right, right. It's because it's unfair for the heavyweights to go against the featherweights. It's a great point, but you do realize that they're using you as the example. You know that, right? Because they're saying, well, wait a second, Riley Gaines tied this guy. So, I mean, that shows you that it's got to be, there's parity right there. So, Riley, how did you, first of all, how did you do that? Um, with this guy almost a foot taller than you, um, who obviously went through male puberty and, and the year before, the two seasons before, he was swimming as a man. Um, how did you tie him? I mean, you must be unbelievably fast. Well, I did finish my swimming career with a lot of accomplishments I was extremely proud of. But uh, to be totally honest with you, Joe, he didn't try. And his, really? coach, his coach has now admitted that to some of his teammates. He said, well, you know Leah bagged it, right? Because Leah wanted to put off this notion that he could win, but not dominate. That's sick. Really? And, yes. And that has been confirmed to me by Leah Thomas's teammates. That is unbelievable. It's Riley Gaines. She's out there in the forefront protecting women's sports, protecting, I mean, feminism, to be honest with you. The whole idea of feminism is just out the window. All these feminists don't want to support somebody like you, and you're the actual female. It doesn't make sense. But you did mention earlier that people from both sides of the aisle are coming out. And I, I want to, again, talk about something from way before you were born, because I'm old. Um, but but you, you, I'm sure I've heard about Billie Jean King playing Bobby Riggs. And Billie Jean King beat him, and people are trying to use that as an example. Bobby Riggs was in his 50s. And he almost beat her. 
So I'm not really sure I understand that there is no really apples to apples comparison here between men and women. I talked to Becky Hammond, who's a, a an all-star WNBA star, an incredible basketball player who's now a coach. And she said she's 5'6". I mean, I'm seven or eight inches taller than she is. She said, how do you think I would do against Shaq? I said, well, I don't think you do very well, Becky, and you're great. So, I mean, we, we know the lines of demarcation. Why Riley has has the general sport authorities? How, why have they turned a blind eye to this? Why, why is this so hard to understand? It's really not, is it? No. <laughs> you would think not, right? Do you know why in your heart of hearts? Why are they doing it? I asked my question this, you know, the why, the what's the bigger picture? And make no mistake, this is a lot bigger than just fairness in women's sports. It's a lot bigger of a picture they're trying to paint. They want to control how you think, what you say, how you feel. They want to silence you. They want you to deny objective truth. Um, they cha- they're changing the language that we use. There's a lot of pieces, the breakdown of faith, the breakdown of family, which is a big one. Yeah. I mean, it's textbook Marxism. That's why. Look at, open any history book and see how that turns out for any civilization. And it's not pretty. Yet the leaders of this country, the people in the White House right now, that's where they're leading us. That's where they want to take us. This is, it's it's a George Orwell dystopian novel that we're living in where they want us to say two plus two is five. It's Riley Gaines. Let me ask you this, because you've talked about the very emotional moment where there's a six foot four man in the locker room with you pretending to be a woman and he's fully equipped as a man and he's just naked. And all of you were, were forced to change into your bathing suits there. It's already, as you said, it's it's a very humbling experience because you really have no privacy as it is. Then there's just some dude in there. Had they had him change somewhere else, would we be hearing you in the forefront? Was that was that the, the line that was just too far or would you have been speaking out anyway? That definitely was a factor that pushed me over the edge. Of course, I knew the unfair competition was wrong. I knew what happened in regards to the whole trophy incident where they told me Leah had to have it for pictures, even though we tied. I knew that. I mean, I knew that was wrong. But the locker room piece, I mean, it was so easy for them to violate and and totally dismiss our rights to privacy as women. I mean, the thought of how even just two, three years ago, this would have been a man walking in a woman's locker room. That would have been considered sexual harassment. Yes. That would have been considered voyeurism and decent exposure. And this person would have been arrested and called a pervert and put on, you know, some sort of list, watch list. But now it's celebrated. It's encouraged. And so I think seeing that, seeing how they wanted us to feel like we were wrong as women, feel like we were, we should apologize for feeling uncomfortable in that setting. That was a big piece and really my enlightenment of, of acknowledging how big of a problem this really is is, and how, how slippery of a slope it is. Well, I want to thank you for getting so raw and emotional about this as you described it graphically because women out there watching, um, I think, are, are really smart. But if they're not given all the details, they'll tend to believe the Robinsons of the world who are saying, eh, it's not a big deal. Look at Serena Williams. She kicked all the guys' butts. Um, uh, but when you talk about the sanctity of a locker room, listen, I played baseball in high school. I think I've told you this before. I wasn't comfortable taking showers with other guys. I can't imagine a girl being in there. I would have been bright red and would have run out. Um, it wouldn't have made any sense. But then the, you put it on the opposite, the shoe on the opposite foot. A man 
a fully grown, developed man in there with a bunch of women who are half his size, that is a dangerous place to be. And you're right, a few years ago we would have been arrested, would have been on some list. He also would have gotten that ass kicked. I mean, because yeah. honestly, your dad would have, your your husband would have, I would have as a father. Um, so th- trying to normalize this doesn't make sense. So let me ask you this. Caitlyn Jenner, who was Bruce Jenner, friend of mine, I, and I've talked to him about Bruce. I'm like, okay, why, why are we Caitlyn now? We've had that discussion. This person is out there in the forefront saying this is wrong. This is unfair. This was their poster child for trans people. And he's saying, you can't do this. It's unfair. Why aren't they listening to to this person? This was the number one athlete on the planet in 1976. Look, Caitlin has a really powerful voice on this, not just for being trans, as you mentioned, but understanding athletics, understanding what it takes to compete at that highest level. And that level we were competing at, at that championships where we faced Leah Thomas, that was the highest level in our sport, essentially, especially in the U.S. Yes. Um, Caitlin has a really powerful voice, but notice how Caitlin is getting labeled transphobic. Yes. <laughs> it's almost possible. It's unbelievable. Uh, so so let's take it uh, to the next logical step. What what happens now? I've, I've spoken with, with Evie Edwards. I've spoken with other, uh, Evie Edwards. I've spoken with others. Uh, Taylor Silverman, you come on the show all the time. Thank you. I appreciate you doing that. Are we progressing? Because one of the really strong arguments, other than the locker room scene, which is very strong, is that because of Leah Thomas, the ninth place person didn't get what she deserved. The, the, the third place person, the first place person, you, didn't get what you deserved. Literally, opportunities are being stripped away from women in the name of Title IX where they want to add trans people. So how do we get that? I think that's a very powerful thing. Moms, dads, your kid worked from the age of one until 19 to compete on the highest level possible and lost her spot by one person because a guy was in the competition. I definitely think we're progressing. Um, There's no doubt about that. As I mentioned to you off air, people are rolling up their sleeves and they're ready to say enough is enough. I know this today we had, I'm a little summer league swim coach here in Tennessee. We had our last swim meet today and I show up to the meet and you know, the kids, they ride on each other's back in Sharpie and they'll write eat my bubbles and and some different things. (laughs) But I noticed on a lot of their backs today, a lot of my swimmers had XX and then the the does not equal XY sign wow. written on their back. Wow. And I don't talk about my activism or anything with these young kids. It's just not something I feel necessary. I mean, it, they're anywhere from three to 15 years old. And it was on their backs. And I was so shocked. And I went around asking, you know, who did this? Why did y'all do this? And they said, it's because we felt like it was the right thing to do. We know what you do, Coach Riley. And I was so shocked. It was so subtle. It was so simple, but it was so, so powerful for me to see that. And that shows me that the youth is not lost and we're on the winning side of this. It's the amazing Riley Gaines. And I do mean amazing in every way. You're an amazing human being. I thank God for you. Uh, let me let me ask you this. When it comes to those who are supporting what you're doing, you always told me that quietly the coaches keep on doing it. NCAA would say, uh, we support you. We just can't do it openly. So uh, are, are more people starting to open up about it? Are more people becoming unafraid? And more specifically, and you mentioned this earlier, um, are you seeing a lot more people who lean to the left? Because if you get enough liberals and those who aren't considered traditionally conservative support what you're saying, like Martina Navratilova, um, then you're probably going to win even faster. Are you seeing more of that? Of course. <laughs> of course. I think for a while they were scared to say it. But now... I mean, the general public, Joe, not even just the overwhelming majority of Republicans, the overwhelming majority of Democrat voters think this is lunacy. But that's not the way 
their politicians, their legislators, their state senators and representatives. That's not the way they're voting. And this is the hill a lot of people are willing to die on. I had a liberal woman say to me a few days ago, which I thought was was so incredibly powerful and true. She said to me, Riley, how can these people defend what they can't define? And that's that stuck with me because because you've seen it. We have a sitting Supreme Court justice who can't define what a woman is. Right. And they're expected to defend us, yet they can't define what we are. It's really true. And I think I think liberal people, um, Democrats, they're they're enough. They're saying enough is enough. I agree with you because there are a lot of Democrat women and they don't want to be ignored. They don't want to be uh, um, lessened. They don't want to be minimized and have men control everything. It's so weird that so many people that are supporting this strange movement are are those who say that we will have to get rid of the patriarchy. They're literally allowing men to win everything now, and it doesn't matter if if the special demarcation was for women. So what's the next step for you? I know that you're going to be a dentist, right? (laughs) <laughs> that was the plan. Is that ever going to happen or, or now have you found your, your niche? I think that you're great at what you do. Public speaking on whatever it is that you believe in, I think is that's your future. Am I wrong? You know, dentistry was it for me. I had this fall. I, I had accepted my seat. I paid my deposit. I was ready to go, but I, I didn't feel like it's the right time. And so I called the dental school. It was the university of Tennessee. I called them and I said, Hey, here's my dilemma. I don't know what to do. And they said, Riley, don't even tell us. We know what you do. We know who you are and we love what you do. Oh, that's perfect. We will hold your seat for whenever you're ready to come, your deposit. Um, Whenever you want a seat here, you have a seat here. We love what you do. Keep going. And that was the God wink that I needed to, to really tell me I'm on the right path, at least for the time being. Well, I mean that. Thank God for you. I'm honored every time you come on the show. I'm glad I can call you my friend. Riley, keep it up. Anything we can do for you, let me know. Okay. Of course, Joe. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Always great to have Riley Gaines on. Really enjoy having her on. I'm honored every time because she always says yes to us when we ask. She's in Congress. She's out and about. She's speaking everywhere, making sure the women and girls have the opportunities that they truly deserve, and they are taken away by biological men. Joe Pag Show coming right back. Much more to come, including the guy next hour who's taken on Mitt Romney for U.S. Senate. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show.